Welcome to Community Association Car Chat. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Join your host, David Velasco and Steve Roderick, advisors at JGS Insurance, a Baldwin Risk partner, every Monday as they catapult the multifamily industry forward by providing education and information about a host of topics that affect the community association world today. You can watch the show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern live on LinkedIn or listen wherever you get your podcast as Dave and Steve give you your weekly dose of laughter and learning from the best in the industry. Let's get into this week's episode with our very special guest. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good morning, David. I am doing outstanding. How are you, sir? I am doing pretty good. I mean, you know, it's Monday morning. Summer is gone now, so back to normal life. Yes, However, yes. I am However. delighted because our guest is one of the most dapper dresser of the entire CAI world. He actually beats you every time, I would say. Oh, now, I'm excited myself. It is Monday morning, and you know what? Our very, very special guest is somebody I've known for a number of years, since the early starts of my career in this industry. And so today, Mr. David, we have to speak with, bring him on, drum roll, please. All right. It is Mr. Brian Weaver, and he is the vice president over at Wilkin Management Group. Brian, thanks for being on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what Wilkin Management does? Sure. First of all, thank you for having me. I'll tell you a little bit about my personal side first. I'm married uh, to my high school sweetheart. We have five children. Uh, My three daughters are all married. They got two boys. One's at the Naval Academy and one is looking to be a Naval officer. Uh, on the business side, I've been with Wilkin Management for 15 years. We've been in the business for about 40 years of managing communities as well as doing light construction for those communities. Wow, no kidding. So I don't know what I'm more impressed with, like the curriculum of your kids or the fact that you're married to your high school sweetheart, because in, in today's day and age, it's not, you know, it's not very common. So congratulations on all of the above. Thank you. A lot of hard work. My hat's off to my wife. So now going back to business, so you're on the property management side. So over the past 15 years and 40 years when you accumulate everybody with the company, like budget season, which we're in the midst Mm -hmm. of, it's always like the most fun time of the year for property manager, Mm -hmm. just kidding. It's probably the busiest, difficult season. Mm -hmm. How is this year more difficult maybe than years past? Well, As a company, we have that budget process pretty locked down. We've taken a lot of the heavy lift away from the manager, so they're not running that whole process A to Z. It's, for the most part, we take care of that for them, and it's really not an issue. The biggest issue is the rise in costs and insurance this year. That's going to be a big conversation my real concern though is the next two years because if laws are passed that are going to mandate reserve funding that is going to be a serious conversation with boards because reserve contributions could be 25 percent of a budget you know yep yep absolutely the rising cost of insurance is a thing right now it's we've been watching it happen for some time and now we are smack dab in the middle of the hardest market that anybody has ever seen it hasn't been this bad since the yeah. 20s but assurance aside what are some of the mistakes some of the pitfalls that, that managers might be able to actually avoid while setting these budgets what, what do you have any advice for that 
I do. The biggest mistake I see that boards and managers do is they back into the budget. So we'll hear all the time, happened actually yesterday, a board says, you know, we don't want to raise dues this year, or we only want to raise dues by 3%. Unfortunately, when you do that, all your contracts are your contracts. So the two line items that end up getting trimmed are reserve contributions and your maintenance budget. And those are the two, in my opinion, two of the most important line items. So it's a big mistake. Don't do it. Strongly encourage boards and managers. Your expenses are what your expenses are. Plan accordingly. Okay. So I know one of the tools that they can use is a reserve study. How do you feel about reserve studies? How important is that for impacting your budget? Extremely important. You know, a current reserve study, I should say, because many boards, unfortunately, will uh, do a reserve study and then boards and managers shelve it for five, six years, and it's not doing you any good. With a current reserve study, you have current numbers on in terms of construction costs, your deterioration of your components, as well as your reserve balances. All three of those factors are extremely important in putting the right line item, right budget number for your reserve contributions. In your expert opinion, Brian, what is the best way for budgeting for reserve projects? Sure. I like a three-part approach to that. The first is make sure you're funding your reserves uh, according to the reserve study, an updated reserve study. Number two, as you get closer to that reserve project, you want to have an engineer do what's called a program development report or a feasibility study. That's going to give you a real number in terms of that project. Once I have that and I sit down with the board and I add in any other soft costs, then step three would be create specs and go out to bid. Uh, but I don't want to do that third part until we have a good idea and of the numbers and a buy-in from the board on the magnitude of the project. Okay. That, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. Now, is it important for an association to be financially sound? I know when we're selling an association as a risk to insurance companies, they want to see the financials. But from your guys' perspective, how important is it for any association to actually be financially sound and solid? I believe it is the most important responsibility of a board member. I mean, by far. If you have an association that is not well-funded, it is city traffic. You as a manager are going out to bid for small items, boards not making decisions on certain items because they don't have the money. Vendors are calling for payment. Owners are angry because work's not getting done. So, you know, if you have an association that's financially sound, things run like clockwork as they should. Yeah. And if you start taking away the money from like those projects, ultimately you're going to have deteriorating buildings. You're going to have more losses, which in turn equals higher premium in insurance. And that doesn't help anything to get better. So definitely like your approach there and the philosophy you have behind it. Now, what do you do if you have to do this roof repair or you have to do this major project, but you just don't have the money for it? There are three options or a variation of any one of the three, and and I'll go through them in terms of cost to the homeowner. The first is assess. That's going to be the least expensive, but it's the most painful to the owners Mm -hmm. because generally you need that assessment up front. The second is a loan. It's going to be more expensive because you have all the costs associated with the loan, but you can get the project done right away and spread the payments over a period of time. The third 
is to defer the project or phase the project. Unfortunately, that is the most expensive route because your components deteriorate exponentially. So your costs are just going to continue to increase. So those are in the current context, because money is not cheap right now, it doesn't seem like there's any like really, really good option. So how can you address your funding issues and maybe even solve them? Sure. For me, the most important thing is having a board member who understands the financials. So if you have a, a treasurer or uh, somebody on the board who understands the financials, it's no longer management versus the board. You actually have somebody who understands where you're really at and they're your advocate. So I think that's extremely important. Number two is you want to have at least three months of operating cash at all times and three fund that reserve account according to the reserve study. Just really do yourself a favor. If you do those three things, you're on your way to being financially sound. Okay. So can you provide us uh, and our viewers with an example, maybe of, of specifically how you've been able to get an association back on the right path? Because it, it's not something that can happen overnight. So what, what are some of the techniques? Well, I'll start by saying that's the most rewarding part of what I do. I, I love this. I love working with boards on major CapEx projects, um, especially when a board has, has no idea how to, to go about doing this. Just in the last year alone there's two examples i can think of we took over an association that had over five million dollars of projects and the prior management company didn't have the i guess ability to be able to put together the funding or structure all those projects so in the process of us taking over sat down with the whole board laid out a plan went back to a bank with a strategic plan for tackling the projects got them the five million dollars and we're probably 90% done with that project and trending under budget. So I, that's extremely rewarding to me. Kudos to you guys for being able to do that. I, it's tough to navigate. There's emotions involved. But, man, that, that's really nice that you guys can actually come in and make a difference for the community. These are people's homes. You know, this is where they yep. live. It's, sometimes they can't wrap their brains around the fact that sometimes the fees are going to have to go up to improve their lifestyle. Brian, thank you so much for sharing with us. Now, on, yeah, on this show, we, we do like to give our guests an opportunity to recognize somebody who's been influential in their career or just in their life, in the path that they're on now. Is there somebody that you'd like to mention or somebody you'd like to recognize for our audience? Sure. There's a couple of people. I'm going to start with the, the first, which to me is not in our industry. His name is Dave Ramsey, not the attorney Dave Ramsey. Uh, he's a author speaker, speaks on personal finance and running small business. He's practical, to the point, love his approach to business, um, very influential in my life. The second is the two of you guys. And I don't say that lightly. I say it because last year I was watching you guys do this car chat and I said to myself, you know what? I, this is going to be the launch of my own LinkedIn and what I'm doing and want to share to the community association world and our CAI world. So you guys were very influential in me launching that on my end. So thank wow, you. Bro. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was very, very thoughtful. Yeah. Yep. Well, usually we clap, but we're going to clap for Dave Ramsey and uh, I'll clap for you, Steve. <laughs> uh, well, thank you very much for joining us, Brian. And uh, You are welcome. You can find Brian uh, on LinkedIn, reach out to him, direct message him. If you like the message you hear, contact him. Uh, and if you have questions or 
would like us to address a specific topic on the show, let us know directly using our direct message through LinkedIn as well. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Brian, thank we'll see you at the next CI event. We'll see you guys. You got it. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Community Association Car Chat Podcast. The number one nationally recognized community association video podcast. Go ahead and hit subscribe to get the latest podcast delivered straight to your phone or tablet each week. And remember, you can watch us live on LinkedIn every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Community Association Car Chat LinkedIn page.